It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we do with some music. This is In the Light. It is a single by me, by Carla Nivens. Sit back and enjoy.
Welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. Our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Go to their website, loveministriesbuilds.org. Org. You'll find all of the great information about Love Ministries, and you can check us out in this season. We are still um, having programs for our children. Well, we are welcoming back friend of the show, Lisa McPhail. She is one of our favorites. Lisa is a speaker, an MC, a workshop trainer, and now we are able to add to her title, Certified Professional Life Coach for women. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you, Carla. So nice to be back. Yay, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Well, hey, I love you too. And the show loves you. Uh, Our audience loves you. So we appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Thank you. And I love, love, love your audience. And just want to let your audience know, I really appreciate you listening and uh, appreciate your time. And just praying that you are encouraged by everything that is said on each segment of this show. Amen. <laughs> amen. And, and I'm sure everyone will. Um, everyone always knows what to expect when we have Lisa McPhail on the show. Yeah. Uh, people uh, get encouragement and people just really come away with a word from the Lord. So um, we really appreciate you, Lisa. And Today, we have um, entitled the show, Hope in Uncertain Times. Yes. And I am so excited about that. So excited to jump into this because we're going to talk about Jeremiah 29. We're going to keep Jeremiah 29 as our background. And so many people know the, you know, uh, that the Lord has a hope in the future, um, plans for good and not for bad. And But there's so much more to Jeremiah 29, and that promise can become even more powerful to each and every one of us when we know um, kind of the backdrop of Jeremiah 29. And the people were actually in exile. Yes, They were um, um, in Babylonia, and the Lord really wanted something specific for this time. And and I know it's, it's hard when you're in exile, kind of like we are right now. This is why this is called hope or in certain times Um, is really difficult, you know, for us in so many different areas of our lives. And the Lord really didn't want his people to hate the Babylonians to complain and to, you know, murmur and get into that kind of down spirit, uh, which it's so, I mean, that is so today, there are so many things that we can't do you know, we, we aren't flying everywhere like we want to oh. be. We aren't just going out to dinner like we want to be. We want to, you know, we are um, it, We're wearing masks and some don't want to wear masks. And and, and so that it's just it's, it's difficult for us. And, and, and we feel like we're pressed. Yeah. Um, and, and and we can't. And oh, I was talking to a mom the other day and she was saying, I can't hardly plan for the school year. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Was gonna go, you know, and so that's these are difficult and uncertain times. So, Lisa, what what 
what's on your mind? What did the Lord give you as you dove into Jeremiah 29? Wow. Thank you so much, Carla, uh, for sharing. Um, when you, you know, called and asked me about this, this topic, um, it really resonated with me because, you know, I can relate and I'm sure we all can relate uh, mm-hmm. to one another, um, you know, as mankind that we're all dealing with some similar issues in our state of, it feels like exile, but, you know, we're in this pandemic season and, you know, we're still quarantining. And I know that, you know, uh, sometimes you want to go out and it's like, I just want to be free. I just, ah. But, you know, even in this, you still have to be careful. Like you said, we still have to wear our masks. And there's so many things uh, that uh, can be done in this season, in this pandemic season. And so where it seems like there's doom and gloom and we're hearing uh, reports and it's always seems like bad reports, in the midst of all of this, the God that we serve, he provides hope. And and it's when it seems like it's a hopeless situation, Mm -hmm. it's really hopeful to God because we know that he says in his word that uh, when things are uh, impossible with man, it's possible with him. And so I love that. And, and now in this new season of my life, and, you know, as I received my certification and life coaching under, um, you know, my, uh, phenomenal mentor, Dr. Larry Gillum, um, it's a blessing because he's 84 years old and how I'm serving under him and I'm learning and gleaning and it's just such a blessing. And so I'm with day spring, uh, counseling services. And so I've been blessed to, uh, coach some wonderful women because that's what my services are for. I'm coaching women. I'm helping them move from where they are to where they want to be one big step at a time. And so that big, you know, as, I've shared before, it's believable, impactful, guaranteed growth. But now in this season, God has given me another acronym for the big is that as believers, we have impact. And with that, we should continue to grow with God. So believe, have impact, and then grow with God. And so as I'm coaching uh, the women that God has blessed uh, to put in my life, I've been asked this question, well, Lisa, how do I move forward? How do I pursue purpose? We're in a pandemic. It it, it doesn't make sense. But here's the hope in these uncertain times. And like you talked about Jeremiah, the 29th chapter. Oh, it's just, it's some yumminess. Have you ever just read something and just, it's just, it's yummy. It's like that good stuff when you're watching the Food Network. That's why I like yeah. watching it. <laughs> you gain pounds just watching it, don't you? <laughs> Late at night, y'all talking about these cheeseburgers stuffed with cheese. Jesus, be offense. Right. But, <laughs> but that's how the book of Jeremiah is. The, the 29th chapter is so yummy. And the backdrop, like you talked about, this was a letter uh, written by Jeremiah, but what he was writing was the words of God Mm -hmm. to give to his people. And the one thing, and just like you said, that uh, these people, they were in Babylonian captivity. This was the Jewish people. They were there, but God told them to, while you're here in captivity, make yourself at home and be a good citizen here Mm -hmm. in Babylon. And that meant that, yes, you're here, 
because of disobedience and continued rebellion against me. And there is a time frame that you will be here. But he gave instructions that while you are here, I want you to live. Yes. Because there's hope. And I want you to build houses. And I want you to marry. I want you to raise your children and, uh, you know, raise your sons to be uh, husbands and raise your daughters to be wives to husbands and have children, plant vineyards. And and basically he was saying, just because you're in an uncertain time and an unfamiliar situation or circumstance, don't stop living. Mm -hmm. I want you to live because then we know we go all the way to the verse that we all love. Verse 11, I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord. (laughs) Thoughts of good, not of evil. You know, to give us a future and a hope. This is what that is surrounding. So my prayer today is that for the listeners, as you're listening, in this uncertain time, in this uncertain pandemic, still continue to live. And this is our new normal. Yeah. And, you know, living, I have to wear a mask now. I wasn't used to wearing a mask, but I need to wear my mask because I'm being considerate of those around me and I'm being uh, kind to those that are around me because that's what God said in his word. Be good to the citizens in Babylon. Are we being good citizens in this season? And so don't stop doing And meaning that even if you're at home, what is that thing that God has been dealing with you to do? Is it write a book? Is it write a song? Um, You know, whatever it is, are you pursuing degrees or doing whatever? It's whatever that thing. And even being at home too, Carla, um, as a wife, you know, be a good wife. Mm -hmm. You know, now's the time you could cook all those dinners. Right. And you can do, you know, talk to your husband, put the TV on pause and let's really talk, have good conversation, but don't stop living mm-hmm. in this uncertain mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I, I I love everything that you said, Lisa. And I, because I'm keep, I keep going back to when I read the scriptures, especially at the beginning, I keep going back to every time in my life when I feel hard pressed or I feel like my situation is unfair and I take that to the Lord. The Lord is, I mean, he listens. It's not like he says, shut up. You know, he listens. Hopefully I can say that on the radio. Sorry. But he doesn't say, you know, close your mouth, button up your lips. He listens. Yes. And then he, he always is faithful to usher me back to what have I called, what have I called you to do? What's the word that I've already given you? You are using way too much of your energy on focusing on this um, unpleasant situation, but you are falling down on what I've asked you to do. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. always, he never does the Lord say, okay, Carla, you right. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get those people. That's not that's not even his character, you know. That's not his character. He's he's always like, okay, 
I have named you. You know, you know what I've named you. Yeah. You know what I've called you to do. Yeah. You know what kind of creative things that I've already put inside of your system, in, inside of your your heart to do. Yeah. What steps have you taken? Mm. You really have no time to focus on this hard pressed situation. No. You really should be busy. Yes. You really should be busy. There's things that you have to do. And Lisa, I like that you say make an impact because that's in the scripture too. He's saying you're living in this culture. How are you influencing the culture? That's what um, Carla Nivis Entertainment is, influencing the culture for the good of the kingdom. What are you doing to help the culture? You know, what are you doing? Why are you not busy? Why are you not doing what, what God has called you to do? And and the one thing in, in there, Carla, in this letter uh, to, um, to the uh, captives um, was that when God said, and seek the peace of the city where I have caused mm-hmm. you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. Yes. So we're in this this season, this uncertain time. Are we praying for the peace in it? And then also, as I was studying this, you know, it talked about how we have a mandate on our lives as believers to even pray for our leaders in government. Yes. (laughs) And even though, you know, People may not like who's in office and, you know, everybody has an opinion and that's fine. But as believers, we have a responsibility to even pray for them that are in office. Pray for, you know, the things that the injustices that are taking place in our communities. You know, it's a lot. And, and, And as we look at the news And if social media, you know, we have to be so careful of how much information we're taking in. Because really, the the most important information that we need to be taking in daily is the word of God. What does the Lord say? What is is the Lord saying? Uh, Because even God had even told the people in captivity, be careful while you're in Babylon be careful not to listen to the false prophets that mm-hmm. are in the land mm-hmm. because these false prophets and teachers, they're going to tell you, oh, we heard that God said y'all going to be here 70 years. Now, I'm just paraphrasing it. And Lisa's uh, <laughs> the right. talk. Right. But, you know, they said y'all going to be here for 70 years. But you know what? I have a word. You're not going to be here 70 years. You're going to be here soon. You're going to be out sooner than you think. And you're going to return home. So what happened was that the people in captivity, some people were listening to the false prophets. And what they did, they stopped living. Mm-hmm. They they focused on, like you talked about, what are you focusing on? They focused on, oh, it's not going to be long and I'm going to be out. Um, a couple of days ago when I went to the doctor's office, I ran into a lady and uh, and she was an elderly lady and she just said, oh, I'm so tired. I can't wait till this thing is over. I'm sick of this. But, you know, that's the consensus. I mean, who? Yes, we are. Listen, we want to get on a flight. (laughs) Right, right. I want to go out and have girls night and I miss going to the restaurant. I can't wait either. 
But what is God teaching us in this season? Because if we get out of something too fast, we'll go into the next season. And there are things that we we miss here that God wants to develop in us. He wants to stretch us. He wants to teach us. He's developing some long suffering, long suffering. And, and somebody asked years ago, well, what is long suffering? Is suffering long. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, we have to be careful of how, how much stuff that we're taking in. And, and when you talked about when you talked about we should be busy. The one thing that I teach women um, in life coaching is I, I teach about time management. Mm-hmm. and healthy boundaries and uh, spiritual discovery and spiritual growth. But with that time management, I think you and I talked earlier this week, Carla, <clears throat> I talked about how I put things on my calendar because we have to be intentional with our time. Yes. So yes. Uh, from a certain hour, from three to five, this is dedicated to writing. Um my work time, because I'm still working from home, I work from this hour to that hour. And then after that, of course, I have my time, you know, with my husband and I cook and do all of that. And then for social media, I put a time. Hmm. And I don't want too much time there because I don't know if you noticed, but when I used to be on social media a lot, I could look up and two hours have gone by. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know because it's a click. You're clicking and you're steady clicking and clicking and clicking and going and going. But then that's two hours that's wasted. Mm -hmm. What impact have you made spending all your time on social media? Mm -hmm. And then what happens is you spend all that time and you're taking in all of this stuff. Now you're in your emotions. And now I have something to post. I'm going to tell them this. And I want to say that. But in God, as believers, we have to ask God for wisdom. Wisdom in what to do, what to say, what not to say, that God is glorified. Mm -hmm. And so as a believer, if I only spend maybe 30 minutes to an hour on social media, what is my time looking like in the morning? I have time that I set for devotion, and that's in the beginning of my morning. Mm -hmm. So it's about time management. And then you'll be able to do what God has created you to do. Because sometimes we think I don't have enough time, but God said in these uncertain times, there is hope. Now I want you to be intentional about your time and take this block of time and say, this is what I'm going to do. What God created me to do. And Mm -hmm. before you know it, you're walking in purpose. You're pursuing your purpose in a pandemic and you'll look up and it's like, oh my goodness, God is good. Yes. Even in this uncertain time. Yes. I, Lisa, I am so glad that you brought up um, time management. Um, there is so much wisdom in planning out your day, Yes, you know, especially if you are caught in a cycle and every single day you get to the end and you haven't done what you want it to do, then let's do some things differently. That's one of those things. If you keep doing the same thing, then you're going to get that same result. So there are some practical things that you can do. And time management is one of those. The Lord has given us all of these things, whatever you want to do, there's an app for it. Number one. Or look on Instagram and and search for somebody has some kind of tool for it. Or just keep yourself on track, like you said, 
putting it on your calendar in your phone and it'll send you a reminder and, you know, and then you're able to, to get things done. So you, you got this, you became certified as a life coach for women um, during this time. So last year I put out a book, um, true leaders with heart. It was weekly meditations for leaders. This year, the Lord really impressed upon me. My husband in the school district, they use these pillars, generous, passionate, humble, and wise. And I just was like, Lord, that is scriptural. So this year during COVID, I wrote another book, True Leaders with Heart, but it's according to those generous, passionate, humble, and wise. So let me, t- I, we want our listeners, let me tell you, take it from two people who were the same as you are. Yeah. We're waiting for this to end, except for we also understand that if you can organize your time, you can get some things done to influence the culture for the good of the kingdom. Okay. So now let's take a break. We got to take a break and we will be right back in just a minute. What is good? Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We're having a wonderful conversation like we always do with friend of the show, Lisa McPhail. Lisa is a speaker, an MC, a workshop trainer. And through this time of the pandemic, she has now added onto um, her resume, Certified Professional Life Coach for Women. Thank you so much for being here, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's always a blessing being here. It is. We get the blessing. So, yes, we we appreciate that. (laughs) We are blessed. Yeah, absolutely. So, Lisa, we've been talking about Jeremiah 29 and using the title Hope in Uncertain Times. Yeah, we've we've talked about this and we've laid the backdrop of the the scripture and we've both shared some things that the Lord has allowed us to do. You became certified um, as a professional life coach for women, which I absolutely love. I'm going to ask you about that in just a couple of minutes. And um, the Lord allowed me to, to finish another book. And so as, as we're talking about this, you know, we have been saying that, yes, the, the, the people were um, in exile. However, Mm-hmm. The Lord always has a great plan for us when yes. we are in hard pressed situations. Yes. And, and the Lord says that if we were per- pursue him and do well for others in the community, then we will prosper. That is the hope for the uncertain yes. times. Yes. I want to start off by asking you, Lisa, what's some practical things? What does it look like to pursue the Lord or search the Lord with all of our hearts? Uh, that is uh, very important uh, to to search him, you know, to seek him uh, with everything that is within us. It's because of God that we live, we move, 
and we have our being. Mm -hmm. It's because of him that we are. And so we are his creation. So why not go back to the creator and seek him? God, you planned all of this for me. How do I live this life that you created now that I have accepted you as my Lord and my savior, my personal savior, Jesus Christ? You know, that means a lot to me, you know, to, to know that. I'm a believer and I was living my life a certain way in sin. But then, you know, I had that road to Damascus experience and now I'm living with him and for him and in him. So I have to go back to him because God knows everything. And so to to, to seek him with everything, I think about Proverbs 3 uh, verses 5 through 6 that simply says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That means with everything in your being to trust in him and don't depend on your own understanding. And then it says to seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. That's why it's so important to seek God in everything we do, because in these uncertain times, you know, we could be here, there and everywhere. And to me, I want to liken God as and not to, you know, uh, uh, put down his existence or whatever, but to relate it is that he's like our GPS. Yes, you yes. know, we get in the car and we say, okay, I know I have to be over here in uh, Richardson on this street, but I live in DeSoto. So how do I get there? Mm-hmm. It's the road map that gets me there to the journey. And that's what God's word is. It's the Bible. I think about, uh, I come from the old school church <laughs> and the old school church. I remember my church mother, they would always say the Bible was basics, basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> there we go. And so that's what the B I B L E. That's the book for me. Yes. So God's word. He is our uh, navigation uh, system in this life. And mm-hmm. so without it, we will be, and without him, we would be forever lost. So it's important to, in the morning, uh, David said, early will I seek thee. You know, it's important that when we wake up in the morning, before we touch our cell phone, because that used to be a pattern of mine, I would wake up to look at my phone because I, I wanted to see all of the notifications, you know, whatever notifications were coming in. And then I would, oh, God, thank you for waking me up, Jesus. And then, you know, you go through your day. But when you first wake up in the morning and you give God your first fruit, that means that he woke you up. The first thing I do when my alarm clock goes off, good morning, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you for waking me up this morning. And then I pray and I talk to him. Now let me read your word because I need some basic instructions to get through this day. Mm -hmm. because you know, your servant, Lisa, I, she has a tendency, God, you know, I'll go off (laughs) wandering real quick. I get lost real quick as a sheep. (laughs) Right, right. So I need my shepherd to guide me back on this path in this uncertain time. So I really would encourage listeners to always make sure you seek God in everything you do and he will never lead you astray. Yeah. Amen. And, and, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as getting up in the morning and, and worshiping the Lord. 
is mm-hmm. as simple as praying, yes. talking to him about what's on your mind and what's on your heart, what you have to do today. Yes. And it's as simple as saying, Lord, what is your message for me today? Yes. How would you guide me today? You know, mm-hmm. it. I think sometimes we're, we're, we're waiting for the difficulty to come yes. and the Lord wants want just wants us he just wants us to pursue him just to be with him and when when i'm worshiping especially by myself in quiet time i and i've said this before and i think it think i should repeat it here that i just think of myself kind of base low and the holy spirit above me and i'm just simply saying lord look at look at my heart Tell me, you know, what you see, look in my heart, look at my motives, because the last thing I would want to do in my work and in my service of people is to have the wrong motives toward people or have the wrong motives um, toward what I'm doing um, for the Lord. You know, I, I, I need him to look at my heart, just search my heart. And he is very faithful and not you know, the things that he leads me into changing is not a shaming or it's not a embarrassing process. It's a process of deliverance of, and a freedom and of wholeness, but you know, it's that simple. Yes, it really is. I mean, we, we, as, 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 you know, creation, we have a way of making things difficult, you know, more difficult than what they are, but with God, it's not. He's saying this, do this, and this is the desired outcome. Yes. So that is just as simple as that. And when you talk about the heart, you're absolutely right. You know, God, search my heart. That's Mm -hmm. what David said. Search my heart. And that means that, you know, the Bible says that the heart is is deceitful, is desperately wicked. Only God knows the heart. So God, I'm asking you to search my heart. Because I do want my motives to be right. I do want to do things right. And I have, and I thank God because he will allow you to see yourself in situations where it's like, no, no, you know, that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't do that. uh, You didn't, there wasn't good intentions when you did it. Mm -hmm. But with God, I thank him because he'll show you yourself. The more you keep saying, God, search me, show me my heart, because even in Psalms uh, 51, where David was, you know, talking about God created me a clean heart yes. and renew within me a right spirit. You know, we can pray those prayers. We read that word and we pray it to him. And that's seeking God with our heart. Mm-hmm. God, above everything, above the purpose that you've placed in me, I want you to be pleased. Yes. As I'm making an impact in this uncertain time, God, I want you to be pleased. I want you to be pleased in what I say and what I do. Will we be perfect at it? Absolutely not. But the thing is, is that we're trying every day. So yes, seeking God with, with everything in you and, and not waking up going straight to social media for your inspiration. Mm -hmm. No, I need to get to the word. What does God say? Because I don't know about you, Carla, but I, there are times that I have woken up and just got straight. Oh, I, I'm running late. I got to get here. I got to go. Right. Right. I got to go. And then by the time you get there, you're irritated. You know, 
you snapping at people, um, you feeling some type of way. And all of a sudden it's like, why am I feeling? Oh, I didn't start my day with no prayer. Right. I didn't seek God for no guidance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, God. And at that moment, you can stop where you, what you're doing, pray, repent. And then before you know it, you'll open your eyes and then your day is now moving the mm-hmm. way God designed it to move. Mm-hmm. I I have a real life story about this and this, this is absolutely true. And I, you know, we just, we just had our, um, we just took our daughter, our firstborn to uh, Stephen F. Austin. And um, she has started her semester and doing well and she's adjusting well, but right at the end there, um, because, you know, everything was totally different when COVID happened, that completely changed her, the course of her senior year, everything yeah. changed. Yeah. And I mean, everything. So when we were getting her ready to go, we wanted to, you know, we were ordering stuff, ordering things online for her to set her up. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of things that we really truly needed to go to the store for. So yeah. we looked online first. And then we went to the store because we didn't want to spend extra time in the store. You know, now with the pandemic, we had our mask. We wanted to be good stewards of our time. Yeah. And so we looked online first. We knew what we were getting. We went to the store, got the items down, and she needed to try them on. That's why we couldn't order them online. She needed to try them on. And Lisa, <laughs> after all of this, so we've done all this preparation. We get there and we and I say, okay, we need a... um. We need a, a dressing room. Oh, because of COVID, we, you can't try on things. You just have to take them home. And if they don't work, bring them back. Yeah. Now, you know, I've said a couple of times, we kind of live outside of the city. So it's 20 minutes for us to go anywhere. Now, this store was 50 minutes from our house. Ooh. Lisa, let me tell you, I lost it. I, <laughs> Literally lost it. I said some things and, and, and so, and, and, you know, it was young people working in the store. So they're looking at me. Thank the Lord. I had a mask and nobody could see me, (laughs) recognize who I was. And uh, that was just the Lord covering me. But that was one of those times. And, you know, immediately I thought, why in the world did I let all of that come outside of my, you know, out of my mouth? And that's because, you know, during that time, again, we're talking about hope for in uncertain times. This was an uncertain times. I'm feeling pressure. And instead of taking the time to stop and pray and saying, Lord, lead us, yeah. you know, to where and and then I could have been in a more of a milder or sweeter spirit. Yeah. I'm just in the go, go, go. Let's get the things done. We got to get everything done. We're taking her to school soon. And I, you know, the, the, the pressure got to me. So those, those types of things can be avoided when we are taking the time to spend time with the Lord and get in the right spirit before, you know, before we go out. Um, I wanted to ask you this, Lisa, really fast. how, How do you make sure that you are listening to the word of the Lord and not some kind of false teaching as uh, the people were doing in Jeremiah 29, uh, the Lord was saying, be sure to do these things. Be sure you are um, doing well for the community. Be sure that you are growing and, you know, um, 
setting up your life, doing things, growing your spirit, growing your heart, growing your family. That is what the Lord would, would want. But then there was also this other message that the people were getting saying, no, don't unpack your bags. You know, just, it's not going to, you're not going to be here this long, this long. Don't unpack your bags. Don't do that stuff. Don't flourish. Don't prosper. How do we make sure that we aren't following a word that isn't from the Lord? Oh, that, I think that is such a great question. And, you know, it resonates even with today, you know, when they say, oh, the numbers aren't that bad, you know, the COVID, uh, you know, reportings and, um, you know, no, go, just go on out and go party and do, you know, go to your different functions and you don't have to wear your face mask. No, go. But then we've, we've seen that when the people go, then all of a sudden I'm, I now have it, or, you know, you know, people who have contracted, you know, um, uh, COVID-19. And so, but then those of us, some of us are listening even at home and there are people are saying, just go be merry, have fun. But then there's something again, going back to my old church mother years ago, she would always say, sister Lisa is something in your knower. You just know that, you know, and I used to think, well, what is my knower? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but that knower, you know, is the Holy Spirit. You know, the word of God tells us to uh, believe not every spirit. Try the spirit by the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, when when things are coming and or you see things posted and things being said, okay, God, is this of you? You know, do I need to be encouraged by this? And then I think about, um, in John uh, 10, 27, when Jesus said that my sheep know my voice mm-hmm. and I know them and they follow me. So we, as God's sheep, because he's the shepherd, we know his voice and that that internal uh, instinct that God has given us, which is wisdom and the Holy Spirit when things are said and people tell you something, it's something in you like, ah, that, that, don't, that doesn't sound right. right. So then you want to check that and make sure that that information is correct. And then there are times when you hear a word, you're like, whoop, Jesus, now I know this is from you. Mm-hmm. And it's confirmation. And, you know, sometimes um, I have a very favorite uh, radio pastor that I listen to. And I'm always listening for the good, you know, yeah, tell me, keep telling me good stuff. Keep, I, I just want to keep hearing good things. But what happens when a word of correction comes? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Ugh. and sometimes, not sometimes, but all the time, the, the word of correction that come, <clears throat> because God wants to, the, the word of the Lord says in King James Version, you know, uh, the chastisement, you know, the chastening, the chastening of the Lord is not, it doesn't feel good. It's grievous. But we need that that chastisement is God's divine alignment to bring us back into a place that, hey, you were going this way and that way. But God said, I want you to stay straight. Mm -hmm. And even in uh, Jeremiah 29 and, you know, uh, verses 10 through 14, that's when it starts talking about the hope. Mm-hmm. You know, because God said, I want you to go this way and I want you to do it my prescribed way, mm-hmm. because when you do it this way, I know the promise that I have for you. The promise is to bring you back into the land, which I caused you to be carried away from. Mm-hmm. 
And so when that, when knowing that God has a future and a hope, even in the midst of this pandemic, there is a future and a hope for God's people. All we have to do is listen to his voice. God does have, he has messengers in the earth and he will speak through, through those messengers to get his word across. Mm-hmm. And, but just again, try that word, try the spirit by the spirit. You know, you listen to it. And I never forget uh, years ago, I had a pastor. He always said this. He said, uh, whenever you hear something, you eat the fish and spit out the bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that means that you, whatever applies to you, you take that in and whatever doesn't, you let it fall by the wayside mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yes, there's there. There is so much, you know, the Lord has so many um, blessings and and the Lord wants to do so much with our lives. And it truly is important for us to walk with him and to follow him, to repent of our sins, to stay close with him and and to pursue him because um, the Lord, I mean, I mean, he this word really is his heart for yes. us. Yes. You know, it really is his heart for us. And, and it would behoove us to, and that's what my dad says. It would behoove us <laughs> yes. Come to on, follow <laughs> what the Lord says for us. So Lisa, I would love to ask you about this new title that you have added um, yes. uh, onto your resume. What what exactly are you doing for women um, through this new title? Thank you so much for asking. What I am doing, I've always, always wanted to help uh, women um, who, you know, and I have a lot of women who, you know, talk to me, whether they inbox me, they text me, they're something they're always commenting, how do I do? And then that passion is like, oh my goodness, I know what it feels like to be there. And so as a, a life coach, it's just, helping people that are stuck, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is, this is why I wanted to become certified in this area is because I know what it feels like to be stuck, you know, um, knowing that I was created to do more, but I didn't necessarily know how to get from, you know, plan step A to step B. What did that look like? And, you know, I remember asking people, well, how did you get there? Oh, you just got to do it. You just got to Okay, I I know I just got to do it, but can you tell me the steps, <laughs> the necessary steps to get there? Yes. And so that's what I do. I I help women um, by uh, getting from where they are to where they want to go, and it is one big step at a time. Having that belief, um, knowing that you were created for impact, and that you will continue to grow with God. Uh, to enlighten women, to empower and equip them, and to help build their confidence and expand their vision uh, and to show them what God has created you to do. And then I teach you the necessary steps from how to get from point A to point B. And so uh, with some of the things that I help women with is spiritual growth, because some women say, well, how do I grow spiritually? What does that look like? And I help you map out a plan for your spiritual growth, personal growth, uh, purpose discovery. Because a lot of people, they don't know what their purpose is. Right. And like they hear the word thrown around, but what is it exactly? And what 
a lot of people don't realize is that whatever it is that you're passionate about, it's that thing that you could do for free. You don't have to be paid for it. You just love doing it. Mm-hmm. That's your passion. And that's what's connected to your purpose. Um, confidence development, uh, achieving and maintaining goals, time management, healthy boundaries. So this is why I stepped into this field. And I know that this is what I was created to do. And for women who want to reach out to me, they can reach out to me on my uh, website, lisamcphail.com. And there's a tab that says life coaching. And you can read all about my services and what I do. But the ultimate goal is to help women and encourage them that they have a future and they have a hope. Amen. Amen. Hope in uncertain times. I love it. Thank you so much, Lisa, for your time. Um, We truly appreciate every single time that you are here and we pray that you continue to come back. We really do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out more information about Love Ministries. Go to their website, loveministriesbuilds.org. You can also go to my website, carlanivens.com, to find out what the Lord has me doing in this season of life. Well, everyone, we pray that you would have a great week. We will see you back here next week.